shaking everybody you're listening to improv tabletop the rpg actual play where we make up anywhere from everything to almost everything on the spot i am ned wilcock your host and gm and today i'm joined by my new cast of players i'm not so new but it's christian randall back at it again with the gaming evan peterson uh other thomas (laughs) new thomas new thomas not replacement thomas secondary thomas budget thomas budget no i'm budget ned i'm other thomas (laughs) okay so we're gonna try and nip this confusion in the bud right here right now some of you may have heard thomas brower the host and gm of icast fireball on some of our episodes before this is a different thomas thomas ryan Hello, it's me, Thomas Ryan, um, esteemed mod on the Discord, a longtime <laughs> viewer, longtime friend. Exactly. <laughs> Any of our patrons who are on the patron Discord, the Modley Jones, that is our friend Thomas Ryan right here. Uh, at some points in the past, we have plugged your Twitch stream, the Manly Jones on Twitch. That's correct. Yes, I do stream on occasion, but that's not why we're here. <laughs> exactly. We're here to talk about the next campaign that we are bringing to you all. Now that we have wrapped up ImpTab Avatar 10,000 Things, we are ramping up for ImpTab Avatar Blades in the Dao Fei. Spooky, spooky. Yeah. So here's the whole shtick with Blades in the Dao Fei. So it is going to take place in the Avatarverse during the Kiyoshi era. We are going to be following the exploits of a crew of Daofei scoundrels as they're trying to work their way up the underworld ranks of Bossing Sei. The interesting thing with this is we're not going to be playing Avatar Legends. We're going to be playing a game called Blades in the Dark, hence Blades in the Daofei. Very clever, yes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, you might be asking, if you're doing an Avatar campaign, why are you not using just the Avatar RPG? Why are you using this other one? The thing with Avatar Legends is it's very much geared towards playing very virtuous people who are like upstanding citizens and trying to do good in the world. (laughs) And playing as an organized criminal is maybe not the most honorable thing. And so we are turning, therefore, to an RPG that is made specifically for playing as scoundrels who go on heists and pull these daring jobs to try and work their way up the criminal underworld. Uh, Blaze in the Dark is a very cool system. It originally was going to be powered by the Apocalypse, so the mechanics are very similar in a lot of ways to Avatar Legends. They have a lot of the same DNA, but it has kind of evolved into its own thing. And so as we're playing through this, you'll hear some stuff that's familiar, stuff like partial successes, full successes. Uh, We also, towards the end of 10,000 Things, started using progress clocks a lot more. And that is the bread and butter of how you track things in Blades in the Dark. So a lot of the stuff we're going to be introducing isn't going to seem all that new. It's going to be pretty familiar. And just in general, it's one of the coolest RPGs that I've read in a really long time. I think it lends itself very well to improv. And it's also part of the reason why we brought Thomas in for this campaign. Because if there's one person in our friend group who has been wanting to play Blade in the Dark more than me, it's Thomas. That is completely (laughs) accurate. I've been dreaming of this day for a very long time. I also love to do crime, but you can't do that in real life. So... (laughs) 
This is kind of that perfect middle ground for me. Yes, exactly. You can get out your desires to do crime in a fictitious world so that you can stop doing it IRL. <laughs> Our Blades in the Dark won't be completely similar since we're an avatar, but a lot of people compare the original game to the Dishonored video games, which uh, Thomas adores those games. Okay, I know you guys do plugs at the end normally. I'm doing my plug right now. The Dishonored <laughs> series is the greatest video game series of all time. <laughs> Hands down, there is no competition. Play Dishonored. Any Dishonored game, preferably the first one, but Dishonored 2 is great as well, so is Death of the Outsider. This man has adamantly opposed being on the podcast until he heard we were doing Blades in the Dark, and then he was like, give me a seat. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't I don't have any improv experience. I'm nervous about that. Yeah, well, here's the thing. So as I was contemplating, the people who I've played more D&D &D and more just general RPGs with than any other people, the three of you are definitely right up near the top of the list, because you've been in the most campaigns with me. Christian, I think you're not quite up at the top there, but Evan and Thomas, I think it's like a pretty neck and neck challenge as far as which of you has played the most D&D with me. Really? Are you at, sure? At one time I thought we were leaning it to Thomas, but now I'm realizing that I also played D&D with you for a little bit before Thomas ever yeah, started Evan, playing. So. Evan was in first. I think he's got he's got dibs yeah, on number one. You had a whole extra weekly campaign I wasn't in with him. I guess you got me there, yeah. Yeah, there was a time when Thomas was in three weekly D&D campaigns with me. The only reason I'm not anymore is because people can't make it. Like, <laughs> I would keep doing that if I had the opportunity. We play a lot of tabletop games. Yeah. So long story short, don't worry about Thomas being the new guy because he <laughs> has plenty of experience to bring to the table. I can make something up on the spot. Oh, yeah. We all do every day. So, yeah, this is the new crew that we've got for ImpTab Avatar Blades in the Daofei. So as far as what our schedule is going to look like in the very near future, we're going to be taking off the month of December so that we can have some more time to familiarize ourselves with the system before we start recording. You know, what a concept, actually knowing the rules of the game before you start recording it. That would be nice. <laughs> Overrated. And so we're going to give ourselves a little break for the month of December. Uh, hopefully we'll still have a bonus episode for you because thanks to our patrons, we're able to pay Caleb to edit those. Yeah, 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 yeah. But then in the month of January, we will be back with something... Uh, depending on how well our playtest goes for Blades in the Dark, how quickly we catch on with the system, we might be back with Blades in the Daofei at the beginning of January. We might have another Fate campaign to tide us over if we need a little bit more extra time to prepare. But regardless, you're going to see us again in January. Fate is so fun. I just love the little explosions that they are. <laughs> yeah, it's a wonderful time. Like I've been, I oddly enough, haven't gone back and re-listened through many of our Fate episodes. I, well, I guess maybe it's not that odd because I've listened to each episode like a dozen times just in the process of editing it. <laughs> but I've been going back and re-listening to some of those and I was laughing out loud while I was cooking spaghetti earlier tonight and my cat was just looking at me all weird. <laughs> the Fate campaigns are great. Go listen to them. But in the meantime, just hold tight for this next campaign. I've been doing some plotting and scheming. I've been rereading through the Kyoshi novels. I know Thomas has been reading through the Kyoshi novels because his wife, Sam... Finished them, by the way. Oh, nice, nice dude. Uh, second plug, I'm doing it. Read the Kyoshi novels. They're great. <laughs> they are phenomenal. Thomas has an ability to just zone out the world 
world around him if it's crazy and read a book and he came to visit us and there was, it was all busy all loud and he plowed through almost an entire Kyoshi novel in like three days yeah Thomas texted me at the moment in the first novel where the primary antagonist like solidifies his position as the primary antagonist ooh man it's oh, they're so good they're so good <laughs> I, great novels but man that guy sucks I'm not gonna I won't spoil it that guy sucks you'll know exactly who I'm talking about if you read the books oh I am very excited to get into the Kiyoshi era it's such a rich and gritty sort of era which is another part of the reason why we're going with Blades in the Dark instead of Avatar Legends it really just leans into that spicy seedy underbelly kind of vibe also we've been playtesting these Blades in the Dark rules a little bit already they're great guys get very excited very heist movie um in our first session i already had like a crit at a moment when i thought everything was just like plummeting into the ground and i wanted to jump out of my chair it's just <laughs> oh, it was like chef's kiss it's such a fun rule set and <laughs> everything was perfect it's so good yeah in fact we're off to do some more play testing of that system right after this but just a little reminder that next week is going to be our final obligatory talkback mailbag where we're going to be reviewing everything that happened in 10,000 Things. Yeah, we're very excited to answer all of your questions and see that campaign off. So give it a nice Viking farewell and watch as the boat flames off into the distance. <laughs> the day we're recording this, we're getting a lot of really, really nice messages on our Patreon Discord about the finale. So That we are. Yeah, it's doing my heart good to see all the support we've received. But great times ahead. Oh, I am stoked. I hope you guys are stoked because uh, it's going to be good. I'm very excited. Just phenomenal. And with that, we'll uh, see you around. Until that point, I have been Ned Wilcock, your host and GM. And today I've been joined by... Christian Randall. Evan Peterson. Thomas Ryan. Much love and stuff, everybody. We'll catch you next time on Improv Tabletop. Sometimes I wonder during our character sketches how you remember certain names or like small plot points. And then I remember <laughs> that you have to edit every individual audio file for every episode. Yeah, but sometimes I do forget that uh, Mayor Brimpus wasn't actually the mayor at the end of Animal Station. <laughs> Stuff like that. That seems like a key point to forget. <laughs> He's just a fugue state. So like, we can't blame you. That Mayor man is... Brimpus <laughs> decided he was mayor and he was so convincing that Ned completely forgot as the DM. <laughs> he broke the fourth wall with how convincing he was. <laughs>